Hello and welcome to You, Me and the Economy. The economy is going to take 15 years to recover losses from the COVID-19 pandemic, says RBI, while finally acknowledging the rising inflation. Here is your weekly roundup of economy and finance. At a time when the domestic economy has been confronted with rising inflation and acute joblessness, the Reserve Bank of India has predicted that the country would overcome the losses made during the COVID-19 pandemic only by 2034 and 35. A report on currency and finance in 2021-22 by RBI makes this prediction based on the negative 6.6% growth in 2020-21, for financial year 21-22 and assuming a growth of 7.2% for the financial year 22-23 and 7.5% beyond that. The RBI acknowledges the role of deep-rooted structural bottlenecks and says the virus has scarred mines, production capacities and confidence with far-reaching economic and social cost. The report also acknowledges that in addition to the ruin of informal sector, even the smaller ones in the formal sector have suffered. The report says price stability is a necessary precondition for strong and sustainable growth. And the reforms should focus on aspects like aggregate demand, aggregate supply, institutions, intermediaries and markets, macroeconomic stability and policy coordination. As expected, the central bank does not critically assess the possible role of the government in intensifying the crisis as the government kept insisting on supply-side solutions to demand-side problems. The report advocates greater privatization as well, which raises the question of whether we can rely entirely on the prescriptions that brought about the crisis. While the report recognizes the gravity of the situation generated by policy measures undertaken during COVID times, its remedial prescription too deserves critical scrutiny. It was surprising that for several months, despite the alarming inflation rates and the rising crude oil prices, the RBI was not willing to take any steps. Experts were shocked to see that the RBI did not step in to tackle inflation even in April. This is despite the fact that since October 2019, bearing one month, inflation has always been more than 4% and at times even crossing 6%. Again, this is despite the fact that the RBI was well aware of the surge in crude oil prices as early as February. Finally, on the 4th of May, the RBI has announced in an unscheduled meeting on the Monetary Policy Committee that the repo rate or the rate at which the central bank lends to the commercial banks is to be pushed up. A lower repo rate, while advantageous to big business allowing them to take cheaper loans, has come at a cost as it has ignored the mounting pressure of inflation on the poor who are anyway struggling to recover. The governor's whatever-it-takes stance to boost growth, therefore, has come at a cost of great suffering, and experts think that it may be too little, too late at this stage. Gujarat Pollution Control Board held the public hearing for Adani's proposed coal to PVC plant in Mudra on April 30th. The issue of such a fossil fuel-based plant and its impact on manufacturing PVC and many other chemical products has been discussed by several people and organizations. Machimar Adhikar Sangharsh Sangatan, a union of local fish workers, submitted their questions and comments on the draft EIA report to authorities. There were questions raised about maintaining the secrecy of the process flow sheet and water balance for each of the individual plants that were being considered, as well as contradictory statements in the pre-feasibility report and missing key information about the treatment of sulphur and wastewater. The coal to PVC plant is proposed in three pockets located adjacent to each other with plants of cement, coke, oven, petrochemicals and synthetic organic chemicals. 
Locals believe that the project is being fast-tracked while ignoring legal and environmental concerns raised by affected communities. The proposed plant is in a high-density industrial zone located in the eco-sensitive northern coastal region of the Gulf of Kutch. The said plant is planned to use 3.1 million tons per year of coal to produce 2 million tons per year of PVC. The upcoming plant is coming up in this region after a gradual and sustained degradation of region's ecology, which has acknowledged by the Sunita Narin Committee. A committee set up by the government's own Ministry of Environment and Forest in 2013 to examine the violations of environmental guidelines by Adani Port and SCZ Limited. The committee had also recommended a cumulative impact assessment of all industries present in the region before giving clearance to a new industrial project. This has not been followed till date, even after the Gujarat Ecological Commission released a framework for the same in 2014. Finally, several civil society and workers' organizations came together on May Day to launch a movement for taxing the rich under the campaign Tax the Top. The campaign advocates that a 2% wealth tax and 50% inheritance tax be applied to the top 1% of Indians. The campaign responds to rising inequality in India due to the intensification of neoliberal policies in general and pro-corporate tilt of the present dispension in particular. Tax the Top 1% campaign was launched on May Day across locations and mediums. To commence the campaign, the Centre for Financial Accountability joined the historic 32nd Mazdoor Mela at Bhim, Rajasthan, organised by Mazdoor Kisan Shakti Sangathan. In Kolkata, the National Hawkers Federation initiated the campaign at several public meetings across the city. The National Alliance of People's Movement shared the pamphlet with different organisations and unions all over the country. The campaign was initiated using several social media platforms like Twitter, YouTube, WhatsApp, etc. Their Twitter handle at TaxTheTop and YouTube channel TaxTheTop1% were launched the same day. These channels carried solidarity videos from activist Medha Patkar and Nikhil Day and an interview of Professor Prabhat Patnayak and several explanatory videos. Head to their YouTube channel for more. Thanks for listening to this episode. For more news and analysis, head to our website www.senfa.org and keep listening to Yumi and the Economy. <laughs>